listening to 89.1 Kenzo Family, Holly Fargo Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo Moorhead and the Cannot justify. You're rocking Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swin. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are live and locked on to another edition of Attitude Era Live on 89.1 Ken's FM in Fargo, North Dakota. Attitude Era Live, episode number 213, that's episode number 213, and episode number 7 here on Ken's FM, 89.1 Live in Fargo, and with us we have Granny, how are you? Granny, can you hear me? Yes, I can, and I'm doing well, thank you for asking, so... All right, or as uh, one of my buddies used to say, thank you for inquiring about my health today. I really do appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so we got a big show here tonight. Uh, our first guest will be calling here in about 15 <clears throat> minutes. Uh, we'll put them on. Until that time, uh, Big Swing will be joining us at some point, we hope. As you know, as a, uh, as a bar owner, you know, he has uh, his duties on Monday nights. And it's also football season, so he also covers Monday Night Football for his bar. So he will join He's us whenever he can. He's kind of doing like triple duty. Right. Triple duty. <laughs> so, Granny, as I'm uh, as I'm uh, contacting our first guest here, have you been uh, have you been uh, keeping tabs at AEW at all? Oh, I've been watching it here and there. I don't always, you know, get to see it because um, I sometimes help with another podcast on Wednesday night, so I don't always get to watch it every week. But um, I know it's a lot of interesting things are taking place right now. So, Well, you know, they just added CM Punk, and, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about the fact that the WWE may be running a little nervous at this point 
remember when WCW launched Monday Nitro, they uh, it kind of, WCW kind of snuck up on the on the WWE at the time, and they were not oh, yeah. aware of what was they were not aware of what was going to happen. So now I believe they have with 2020 hindsight. I do believe that they are aware of what could happen with AEW, and I'm just wondering what other big talent from the WWE is going to show up at AEW, if anything. Brian Danielson was added not too long ago either. He made, I think he talked to the AEW fans last week, if I'm not mistaken. So he's a part of AEW now as well. Yeah, well, of course, we know him as Daniel Bryan, but since he can't use the name Daniel Bryan, that's a WWE trademark. He's going by Bryan Danielson. He's going by his real name. And, you know, like CM Punk, the reason why he's able to use his name is that's what name that he had before that he joined the WWE, so he's able to use that. And he's also able to use his theme song because it was not made by the WWE. And, you know, the the other thing is that the WWE did to combat stuff like what happened with uh, back in the day, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, they, you know, they, back in the day, if you left one company, you could go right to the next company right away without any problems. Now what they do in their contracts, is they put a 90 day, no complete, uh, no compete clause saying that, yeah, uh, you're released. You're no longer an employee here. But you can't go work for another wrestling company for 90 days. So that's what they do to protect themselves. To so you know, all of a sudden you're on one week you're you're on the WWE network, and then the next week oh you're on AEW. That that do, that does not happen anymore. And uh, unfortunately, I you know I I guess I can understand why they do that. Uh, it's just to protect themselves. However. Uh, what what are they going to do in those ninety days? You're going to spend ninety days trying to um, I don't know, to show disbelief or uh, I well, there's one Change term I don't want to use, but <laughs> right, exactly, Change say, your mind. <laughs> right. Well, this guy was with the WWE, and this this are you know the WCW was good at that. What they used to do is like, for instance, Vader. When he left WCW and appeared on WWE television, they showed a match at the beginning of WCW of Hulk Hogan squashing Van Vader, and they all showed footage of Ric Flair crushing Van Vader, and like, hey, this guy was here, now he's over at the competition, but the competition is still here, we crushed him, so why would you want to check out the WWE and follow him, because our main guy has already squashed the guy. I mean, the WWE is not going to do that. They could, but Vince McMahon's not that kind of guy, and uh, which is a good thing. I'm just kind of worried about the fact that WWE is nervous, and I do believe that with them being nervous, it's going to change their their thinking about their wrestling product again. And improve it. So for us, W, I'm sorry, for us wrestling fans, it's only going to make things better. And you know the whole deal, and we could talk about this too. The whole deal about, um, you know, 
if you watch the WWE, you can't watch AEW. If you watch AEW, you can't be a fan of WWE. Back in the day, people really were forced to choose. Really, do you like WCW or do you like the WWE? However, I think that's changed, and I think the philosophy and thinking has changed. As a wrestling fan, support both. Don't pick one or the other. It's only going to help out the product when uh, people see that both brands are growing in viewership. It's only going to help. It's, it can hurt being a fan of both products. Back in the day, I don't know if it really hurt per se, but when you choose the WCW over the WWF or WWF over the WCW, look what happened. The Monday Night War started, and when people were would rather watch WCW over WWE, well, the, the ratings showed that. But for the wrestling fans that are listening here, I, I employ you to do this. Don't pick one or the other. Support both. I know that may sound difficult, but, you know, this is not a, for lack of a better term, this is not a political race. You don't have to choose one candidate over the other. It's an even keel. It's a 50-50. Throw your support to both. Don't choose. Pick both. What do you think, Granny? Well, you know, I, I agree. I mean, I'm always, you know, telling people, you know, support your wrestling, you know, support your indie wrestling, you know, I mean, because I personally, I mean, I love going to the independent shows. I mean, I, I really, I, I have an opportunity to get involved. I have an opportunity to interact. And that's what I love about the independent shows. And, uh, well, I hate to throw this analogy out there, Granny, but um, I'm sorry. I almost called you Grandma. Sorry. Uh, That's okay. I've unless, had a lot of wrestlers that call me Grandma, <laughs> you know, so. Support your local independent shows unless Sylvester J. Fox is on the, uh, well, on the other channel. you know, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, you could still support the show, you just don't have to support Sylvester J. Fox. And I'm with you, you know, on that. I mean, and, we, you know, we usually have Ace with us. Unfortunately, he's unable to join us Yeah, where tonight. is he at tonight? He's not able to join us, but I do believe that uh, we do have uh, a friend calling in. I'll go to him in just a second. I just got to set this up here. So, uh Granny, do you have any shows coming up in your area? Um, yes, as a matter of fact, we do. Um, this Saturday, well, actually, this Friday and Saturday in Tahlequah is the Ryder Cup Memorial. Um, I'm not going to get to go Saturday. I'm going to try to get to go Friday. I have not been able to go to WFC. Oh, probably. I've probably missed the last probably four or five shows that they've done just way my schedule's been and everything else going on. And then in Mulberry, Arkansas, for Down South Championship Wrestling, we are having former uh, WWE superstar Eugene in attendance that night in Mulberry, Arkansas. We're going to be doing a meet and greet with him 
from 5 to 7, and then they're going to be having a wrestling show, actually a part as a part of the um, part of the uh, county fair that they're doing that night. So. Well, do me a favor when you uh, when you do see uh, when you do see Eugene, say hello from the Icon from Fargo, North Dakota. I will. He, I will. And uh, hopefully you'll get to uh, meet his. Hopefully his lovely wife will be there with him as well, Stephanie. Um, you know, of course, everybody knows his real name is his his stage name is Eugene, but his, his real name is Nick Dinsmore, and his lovely wife Stephanie Dinsmore. They were in Fargo here a couple of years ago. And uh, they ha- he has a wrestling school down in Sioux Falls. And uh, I believe that uh, we're still friends. I don't have any heat with them, so just make sure you say hello to them for me. And uh, I would uh, that would be awesome. So anyway, uh, caller 856, who is this? And this is Angelo, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live on KENS Radio FM with your host, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. How you doing, Icon? Good. Uh, real quick here, um, there's one thing I forgot to do here. Uh, i got to give you your proper introduction, and then we'll uh, start the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. He's already in the ring right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man about town. An exciting interview about to take place right now. He is Angelo Disbiol. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hi, brother. What's happening? All right. So here's what we're going to do here. You have uh, you have Granny here. You have uh, the icon here. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to give us a quick little background about yourself, and then we will uh, have fun with the interview. Go ahead. Well, I'll tell you what, um, it's a real interesting life I've lived. Uh, I have, at six years old, discovered uh, I had a gift of psychic. I didn't know what it was at the time. I just uh, knew I could see people that weren't there and talk to them and describe them, and they talked back. And, uh, of course, I, um, you know, I, I was a, a real strange kind of kid. Actually, I grew up to be kind of a strange, interesting kind of adult as well, as a matter of fact. Um, grew up watching wrestling. Of course, I, I discovered wrestling right about the time uh, I discovered my psychic gift, interestingly, interestingly enough. And, uh, of course, I, um, I grew up a wrestling fan, uh, loved it. And as I got old enough, um, I, got, I was lucky. I got, I got jo- a job in the industry and became a, a part of it. I was trained by Pretty Boy Larry Sharp, the late Pretty Boy Larry Sharp here in Paulsboro, New Jersey, at the Monster Factory. And Larry was a dear friend of mine. I've been very blessed to be around uh, some of the best in the business. And uh, I worked for the National Wrestling Alliance. I owned my own company, NCW All-Star Wrestling. Uh, sold that company for a nice little profit. And, uh, and happily, uh, I'm just kind of enjoying my midlife crisis right about now. Other than that, Icon, any question you have, uh, nothing's off limits with me. All right. Angelo Despino is our guest here. We have 29 minutes here. We're live on Ken's FM 89.1 in Fargo, North Dakota. So I guess my first question is, and, uh, you know, you mentioned nothing's off limits, so I'm just going to throw this out here right away. Have you, you know, you mentioned uh, as a psychic medium, have you uh, talked to any, uh, any past wrestlers? 
I've actually uh, been asked by a family of a wrestler to communicate with them. Um, I cannot, of course, because of confidentiality agreements, I cannot tell you who it was. I will tell you, however, that he did come through. He did confirm things that nobody else would know but he and his family. Uh, and the family, I will, I will just suffice it to say, were extremely happy with the reading they got. So now, you know, as a, as a psychic medium, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, and then we'll do, uh, I'll ask a few questions, we'll do a roundtable, and uh, we'll come back and I'll ask a few more difficult questions. But So sure. now if uh, someone had a relative or a, someone that had passed that they were really close to that they wanted to try and get in touch with, would uh, you be able to do that? Or kind of take us through the process Absolutely. about what you have to do to find someone or, well, just kind of take us through the process. Well, there are, there are several ways I go about communicating with people and finding people. If I'm asked by a law enforcement agency, which I am often, in fact, 95% of my clientele are doctors, police, lawyers, and I have a few in government that I work side by side with a few three-letter agencies. Uh, but if someone wants to know where a missing persons is, for example, uh, the police or law enforcement, I'm often called to locate bodies living or dead. Um, if someone is coming through and doesn't know if their loved one is living or dead, well, then that's a whole interesting thing that i got to go through. Because I've got to put myself literally in their shoes and, and try to see through their eyes. Um, and I have that ability. Uh, and it's come in quite handy, um, especially in a particular case I did in, in England, in the U.K. But, uh, you know, it, here's the thing, though. It's an interesting kind of strange gift to have. Um, it's a scary gift to have. It even scares me once in a while. Um, I don't charge anybody for what I do. I do everything free. Um, I, and I refuse to take money. But when people come to me that are so desperate that they offer money, the first thing I say is, put the money away. Let's do that first. Put the money away. Tell me what you need from me. And then we'll leave it at that. Go away and let me do what I got to do. And often what I need to do is just sit by myself for a few minutes, gather my spirit, commune with them, and then give some answers to the family. That's pretty much as simple as it works. I, I say it's simple. <laughs> now, when you're doing this, uh, you know, let's say the family comes to you. Have you ever had the situation that – uh, a spirit has come to you asking you to reach out to the, uh, a family member or law enforcement absolutely. and say, hey, this is what happened to me? Yep, absolutely. It happened twice. In fact, in both cases were suicides. Both really? cases were suicides. Uh, there was a third incident that happened where it was a suspected suicide but ended up being a homicide. But the two, in fact, that came to me were both suicides, both took responsibility for their actions, 
but they did not want to conclude their their stay. Uh, and let me just back up. In order for them to get closure, they've got to, They have to have closure with themselves before before anything happens. Before they go on, before they go into the light, before they move forward, they've got to have closure with themselves. And often that means reaching out to a family member to let them know, hey, I'm okay. What happened to me was my fault. Don't take responsibility for it. Don't feel guilty about it. Don't get yourself worked up over something that you had no control over. And that's the biggest thing in, in my realm is giving people the assurance that nothing they did was going to either stop or propel anything else from happening. Spirit has a way of working everything out. Angela Disposino is our guest here. We're live on Ken's FM 89.1, live in Fargo, North Dakota. We've got about 24 minutes. Here's what we're going to do here. We're going to uh, kind of do a little roundtable here. Uh, I'm going to uh, pass it to Granny, have her ask a few questions, then we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, wrestling, and then we'll, I'll ask you a few more questions on the, the psychic part of the interview. So, Granny, what do you got for our guest? Go ahead. Well, you know, I've always been a big fan of wrestling, I mean, as long as I can remember. I mean, I'm not a wrestler, even though I've had a few wrestlers threaten to throw me in the ring a few times, because Granny does not like the heels. I can talk some pretty good smack to the bad guys when I have to, because I'm not afraid of any of them, but I've always loved the the NWA. I mean, how long did you wrestle for the NWA, and who were some of your most challenging opponents you faced? Well, it's it's interesting. I never actually wrestled. I worked for the NWA, oh. but not in the capacity of a wrestler. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was. I, uh, I was. I, uh, I, well, I'll tell you, Granny. What I did was talent acquisitions. I used to go ah, up and down okay. the East Coast and uh, and find talent for them. Okay, so you were you were a talent. You were basically a scout for them, looking for talent. Yeah, well, that, that's that, interesting that was, too. Uh, yeah, that was the name that I, I kind of – I never liked the term scout. But, yeah, yeah, that's essentially what I was. But I was I was a talent scout, essentially. Well, that, well, that's interesting, too. I apologize. I thought, you know, maybe you did some wrestling oh, quite all right. you know, quite with all them. Right. So, so, well, okay, let me re- kind of rephrase my question. Who were some of the most interesting people you came across that you were looking for for the business? I mean, the most interesting guy I met, and I'll, <laughs> that as, as soon as you asked me that question, his face popped in my mind. It was uh, a 450-pound Italian guy that went by the name Chief Thunder Mountain. He worked an Indian gimmick. Uh, in New Jersey, okay. of all places, a big, a okay. big Italian guy. Uh, really interesting, big, lovable, fun guy, but he had one demon that he could not shake, and it ended up killing him. Um, he was a he was a coke addict, and uh, and mm. for whatever reason, he just could not stop, you know, doing cocaine. 
But I got yeah. him in as he worked and made quite a name for himself. Um, he was just on the verge of getting signed when he died of a heart attack in bed. Oh, my. Went to sleep and never woke up. <clears throat> my, oh, my. That well, was when, when, when it, you asked me. That was the first thing that came to mind was Yeah, well, I, I, it's funny because I... I go to these independent shows and they'll tell me to sit down and shut up before I break a hip or don't I have a curfew at the nursing home. I had one wrestler one time I told him, I I grabbed my keys out of my purse and I threw my fist up in his face with my keys in my hand. I said, baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building. (laughs) And I ended up hitting him in the nose with my fist, you know, but accidentally, of course, but I mean, but that's what I love about these independent shows because I love interacting. I mean, there was a company that ran in Arkansas where I'm from. Um, they quit running in 2013, but they were called Traditional Championship Wrestling, and they did a lot of TV tapings, and I'm on a lot of those episodes. I know exactly they who still, they are. They still show the old uh, Traditional Championship Wrestling in TV down in the Little Rock area, and I still to this yeah. day – I will still have somebody come up and ask me, hey, aren't you granny? But they always had me sitting, facing the camera, right in the center seat, right on the front row, because I would always interact with these wrestlers, and they would interact with me, and, yeah. you know, and uh, I loved it. Matter I fact, love independent shows, shows granny, I, ha- I have to tell you. I really love the independent shows. Um, you get lost at a big show. You become just the you know, a part of a nameless, mm-hmm. faceless crowd. But when you go mm-hmm. to an independent show, and I really want people, I encourage people, support your local indies. I really mean this. These guys, a lot of them uh, will will never get beyond the indies, and some of them don't want to, quite frankly. Because they can make a, you know, if you do this right, you can make a very good living working the independent circuit. And, and never have a lot of independent wrestlers about that, too. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Um, one of the things, and I know the, the group that Granny's talking about, I lived in Tennessee for 17 years, and uh, Tennessee and Arkansas fought up against each other, and there's a lot of wrestling down there. There's a lot oh, of yeah. wrestling down there. Big time. And, uh, I mean, it's almost like every little town has their own, you know, kind of homegrown fed. But there's a lot of mm-hmm. guys down there that just do it because they love to do it. They're maybe mm-hmm. making five bucks on a Friday night. If they're lucky, they make they make it five dollars. Some of them, it costs them to go to a show between mm-hmm. what they True. pay for gas and you know, and so they end up in the hole. But they, you can't tell them any any differently. They love no, to true. work. Oh, you know, yeah. I, when guys worked for me, see, I was a dope granny. What I did, I spoiled my guys. I was, I was giving guys 50 and 75 bucks 20 years ago. Yeah. That was unheard of for the time. I paid them very, very well. But I also took care of their finances. I took care of their medical expenses. I made sure they got transportation to and from I took care of all of that, and I compensated them for their gas and their hotel rooms if need be. But 
I wanted to make sure that what I did was going to take care of my wrestlers so my wrestlers could take care of me. Oh, yeah. It's a small investment to make for a, you know, a, a big, you know, hopefully a bigger profitable return. Most definitely. But, you know, I, I had fun. I had fun as a promoter. But, you know, at some point, you know, your heart just isn't in it anymore. You That's know, true. and it becomes, it. and I'll tell you what happened, Granny and Icon and, and the members of the panel here. Um, it got, I got burnt out. I, I, I forgot how to be a fan. And I had to walk away from wrestling to find my fandom again. And it's interesting yeah. because uh, how I found it was starting my own podcast uh, three years ago. Uh, now I host four podcasts. I host and produce four podcasts. Uh, wow. I do a wrestling podcast. I do uh, a psychic podcast. I do a mafia podcast. Listen to that one, right? And then I do oh, a podcast about... Uh, about uh, upcoming writers called the Writers Room. So I've got these wow. four shows I'm doing. So I keep busy. In addition to working with doctors, lawyers, and police, and you know the occasional government uh, individual who needs <clears throat> some information. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's what I do with my time. That's what's keeping me busy. Well, that's interesting. Very interesting. When do you do? What What day is your wrestling podcast on? We do our show on Thursday evening, and uh, we are on 251 stations around the world, seven commercial radio stations, and two television networks, one Hmm. in Canada and one in the U.K. Wow. Very interesting. We're on Skynet in Canada, and we're on the BBC4 in England. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. And one of the shows, it's funny, Granny, I didn't mind me telling you about it. One of the shows we do uh, is a spiritual show. And my co-host on that show is a real guy. You, th- you guys will find this really interesting. Um, his name is Pete Wilcox. And if that name sounds familiar to some of you, Pete Wilcox was known as America's TV Elvis. He played Elvis on Happy Days Charles in Charge, Designing Women, Alf, um, Murphy Brown, the, the Hogan family. I mean, the, the guy's been around forever. He was one of the very first Elvis tribute artists. When Elvis was still alive, as a matter of fact. But mm-hmm. Pete Wilcox, check him out. He's a, a fascinating guy. Well, yeah, and he's I, the co-host I've heard of that my... name. I, yeah, I, I've heard that name, so... Yeah, we do a show with Pete called Coffee with the King. That's that's the show we do with Pete. Coffee with the King, great show. Can you hook us up with it? But we do our wrestling show on Thursday. That's Wrestling with the Future. Um, It's a that's a really fun show to do. I actually had to put that on the shelf for a while. My original co-host passed away. And I had to oh, find somebody, and I, and I yeah, I walked away from it for a while because it just hurt too much. But uh, oh, yeah. I'm back in the saddle, and uh, you know, and and I know that Jeff the ref is uh, is watching over his baby here, and uh, and we're good, we're all good. 
So any uh, questions, Angelo I'm open for anything. Angelo Dispenio is a guest here. We've got about uh, 14 minutes here on 89.1 Kansas FM at Bargain, North Dakota here. So now, you know, you mentioned that you owned your own wrestling promotion. Now, and you, you said you sold that. So let me ask you this. Do you still have any of the – did you ever tape any of those uh, events that uh, uh, from your promotion? All and of how them. long did you do the promotion? All of them. <laughs> I have amassed a video archive that I'm trying to unload. Um, now, a lot of the stuff uh, is – it's just my keepsakes, you know, my personal stuff. Um, we did that – God, we ran for 24 years. Well, I think probably I can say safely that the last probably 11 or 12 years we taped. I didn't have enough foresight in the beginning to tape because we just basically did house shows. You know, we did well, high school think gyms. Of, <clears throat> would, you, would you ever think yeah, of uh, calling up the, the WWE and selling your, your – your footage to the the WWE network so uh fans can check it out? Yeah, well that that's not gonna happen. That will never happen. Um I don't like that company. I will not acknowledge that company. I don't like the head of that company. He's an evil degenerate. Um and I'm gonna call him out. He's an evil degenerate, Vince McMahon, uh junior. Actually he's not a junior. It's Vincent Kennedy McMahon, his father. Vincent James McMahon was a hell of a guy. But uh, I won't acknowledge him. So, no, I would never denigrate my product by uh, by allowing somebody from that company to view it. Well, then I, I guess my next question is... I despise that, that company. And, and, I, and I can understand that. We, we, well, we, we kind of do in a way, because that's actually why we started our podcast, because... We wanted to start the we, – we came on the air to talk about how bad the product was that the WWE was putting out. And, uh, you know, our humble beginnings that, you know, that was entertaining for a couple of weeks. And then I decided, well, why don't we get some guests? Why don't I do this? Why don't I do that? And, uh, you know, that was five years ago. And uh, yeah. from where we started to where we are now, it's it's just been amazing, and like, like I say, I'm not going to go into it because this is your time. We have Angelo uh, Despio is our guest here. We got. Oh, uh, you can go go into it all you want because I will tell you what, your story and mine are quite similar. Well, uh, here's, here's the thing: we have. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you here. We we do have we we do have two other guests here. Here here's what I was going to ask you if you'd be willing to do that, and sure. I'll understand if you turn me down on this. Uh, we have we have uh, we have a guest coming up at 9:45, then we have one at 10:15. Would you be would you be willing to either be on hold and we can have you back on the last fifteen minutes of the show to continue, or uh, would you want to call back, or would you not want to? Do oh, would you book me book me for another night, brother? I'd say because I've got I've got probably four hours worth of stories just just tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, here, here's here's what I'm going to ask you then. Uh, since sure. we you know we you know and I'm not bragging here and people think I am. But uh, we have uh, we actually have um, we actually have our shows now booked up until the end of 2022, and I'm not bragging about that, but I do have an opening. You should. That's, and that's wonderful. What I would like to do is, if it's not too far away, what I'd like to do is I'd like to do one whole show with you for two hours. I'd love if it. You, Absolutely. If, if you'd be if you want to stand stand us with that. 
here's what I'd like to do. If you if you can uh, do it right now, and uh, I know it's a little far in advance, but I do have a full show that has not been booked for January 24th. If you'd be willing to come on with us that day for the whole show, we would we like to. Uh, uh, I'd like to book you for the entire show. I'm there, brother. Lock me in. I'm, right, I, I am there with you. Lock me in. Up. Absolutely. All right. And then the other thing I was going to ask you, and like I say, I'll understand if you turn me down on this because most people have, but uh, would you allow people to, uh, uh, if someone wanted to try and contact somebody uh, in the other, the other I don't know if you call it hemisphere or other world or whatever you I want call to call it. I call it the other realm, the ethereal realm, absolutely. And if somebody wants me to contact the, uh, an individual for them, I would absolutely do that, of course. Now, would you, need, uh, would you need um, a heads up uh, beforehand to try and contact the people, or no, do you do it, not do it when you're nope. on the air? We, we, never, we never do anything in advance, uh, and I, I will never do anything in advance because it uh, it can often be uh, mistaken as you know uh, planning something or prefabricating something. We'll never ever do that. Whatever I do is going to be live as it happens. All right, so that's fans, the only way the I'll deal. do a reading. So here's a, here's the deal, fans, and I'll keep everybody up to date on this. Uh, January 24th, 2022, three days before the icon's birthday. That's a cheap plug. Uh, we are going to have An- Angela back on with us, and we're going to have him on the entire show. And uh, if you want to call in and try and contact somebody, well, not tr- I, I don't even know if that's the right term either, but if you, uh, if you have someone that you want to uh, uh, talk to or uh, have uh, uh, Mr. Despino contact, uh, we'll take calls. And as a matter of fact... There's someone that I would like you to uh, contact for me, and we'll go over that later on because um, I'm going to tear she, up. I, I will tell you she no. is on standby. I will tell you that. Okay. All right. The woman uh, that you want me to, to contact. Well, it's, it's actually a former coach of mine. Uh, we have uh, seven minutes here left with uh, An- Angelo uh, Disfio. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, so – you know, you you know, you mentioned that you know you sold your wrestling company. Is, is it that when you, when you decided to sell out? Um, well, I didn't mean to say sell out, but when you decided to sell your company, did you did were you hesitant about it, or were you just ready to get out of it, or uh, were you thinking, well, I can do other things? At that point, I was ready to give it away. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. At that point, I was ready to give it away. I just wanted. Now, you know, I, I was. Just so miserable, I really was. I was just so miserable with the the, the whole uh, ego driven business at the time. Because at the time, it's well, it's still that way to some degree, but it was really ego driven. You had guys that were nobodies that had heads so big they couldn't fit in the the door. Their you know their ego showed up twenty minutes before they did to the building. Um, just you know just. A, a lot of guys, you know, and that was my fault. I probably, you know, now thinking back, that, you know, I paid them really well. I paid them good money for the time. The, probably more than anyone else paid at that time. And I guess I created somewhat of a monster, you know, and um, 
in that, you know, I created the ego. I fed their ego with fun, with with funds. So, but that's really what got me out of it was just the egos and, you know, just crazy mad ego all over the place. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm done with this. I have to be uh, done with this. I got to walk away. Angela, just me, was our guest here. We've got about uh, five minutes here. We're live on 89.1 Kansas FM. So now, real quick here so we can do this, uh, if our fans want to check you out and find you and see you and maybe chat with you, uh, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch. You can find me on you, Facebook. I know, you, I know uh, you don't have a GoFundMe because you don't take money. So, <laughs> No, absolutely not. I'll never do that. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at The Real Psychic Angelo. That's my Facebook page, or you can hit me up on my personal Facebook page, Angelo Thomas DeCipio. Uh, I'm there, and uh, the uh, Wrestling with the Future page is a group on Facebook. It's a free group to join. Anybody's welcome, so come on in. I also have a book available if you're interested. It's called Psychic Fingerprints, A Life's Manifesto, and uh, it basically I teach you how to do what I do. And uh, as our fans know, we do have a little uh, thing coming up here in December. Uh, so if you go to our Facebook page, Off the Ropes, and you like the page, you go to uh, Ken's FM page on uh, Facebook and like both pages, uh, we're going to enter you in our December last show of the, of the year drawing. Uh, you can win a uh, an autographed picture or uh, some piece of memorabilia from a past guest, a current guest or a future guest and if you say something really nice about the icon I might even let you pick uh, what you get or who you get and uh, I believe that uh, Angelo will be uh, willing to uh, uh, send us a few things for that giveaway is that correct Angelo? Well I've got a couple things we're going to do uh, I'm going to send you some books I'm going to send you some t-shirts and I'm going to send you some 8 by 10s a little sign picture and uh, uh, what is, uh, and you know, um, we only had we only have three minutes left, unfortunately. Uh, what is the name of the book? The book is called Psychic Fingerprints: A Life's Manifesto. And here's what we're going to do and you uh, can, when we you can get that ahead, right sorry. on my uh, on my Facebook page, and uh, and if, but if you wait for KENS Radio, well, uh, you'll get it for free because I'll just give them away. All right, and then here's How what we're going to do: we. Uh, yeah, we're going to, I'll tell you what, when you're on with us in uh, January, we're going to uh, hammer uh, hammer it down. We're going to let you, we're going to talk all about your book, and uh, we will open it up to uh, calls um, if they want, if people want to call in and uh, try and uh, connect. I don't even know if that's the right term. Uh, connect with some a loved one or a friend or something that you want to uh that you've been wanting to chat with them uh we'll have Angela take care of that for us. Uh and uh we have uh, we have about uh, 2 minutes here left Angela. I do appreciate you joining us and I cannot wait to do a full show with you and uh I will say this you'll be the first time that we've ever had a well actually it'll be the second time we've ever had one guest for the entire show our first one was actually buff bagwell our first incarnation you can go back and listen to that in our archives but uh right. yeah so we do we do appreciate everything that you angelo and uh we we can't wait to have you back on again we'll get uh, we'll get to, what, I, uh, for you and it's going to be awesome 
thoroughly enjoying myself. I, I'm I'm looking forward to coming back and uh, and having the entire time to, you know, to really go in depth about some stuff. And, and I, uh, I, I certainly appreciate the, your audience and you guys rock over there at KENS Radio and uh, and I'm going to sit back and listen to the rest of the show. Uh, well, you know, if you want, we can put you on hold so you can do that, uh, or if you're listening to it on the web, whatever you want to do. Uh, but, you know, the, the gonna, cool thing I'm, is... I'm going right to, my, uh, going right to my Internet. You know, the cool thing is also, Angelo, that um, uh, one thing I was going to mention that... And, you know, this, you, know you mentioned about egos, and uh, people have accused me of having an ego, which I kind of do, but... Uh, I was just kind of want to get your opinion on that cool little collector's card I made for you. What you what you thought of that? I I thoroughly enjoyed it, to be honest with you, and I showed it to uh, Vince Russo, and he got a little chuckle out of it as well. Oh, you know Vince Russo? Yeah, yeah, well, I do actually. Vince and I are friends. Now, he, would you be able to hook up with in him? that photo with me? Would you be able to hook us well, up with believe him? Believe it or not, it, it's funny enough, but we, it, it, we, we connected over um, a 55-year-old rumor. Is Paul McCartney dead? That's how Vince Russo and I connected. Well, it had nothing to do with wrestling. Um, I had him on my show, and we were discussing uh, the long-fabled rumor of the uh, demise of Paul McCartney uh, and the... Uh, purported replacement thereof by one Mr. Billy Shears. And uh, and that's how Vince and I connect. And he's been on my show several times, probably five times after that. Um, I had him on with uh, Stephen Plim. And Stephen Plim is a name that you may not know, but uh, if I say to you, Tiny Tim Tiptoe Through the Tulips, you'll know who that is. And Mr. Plim was Tiny Tim's manager and agent and best friend of 25 years. And, well, uh, you know, and I'll tiny tell you, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you. I mean, I mean, we only got about uh, 20 seconds left. But I'll tell you what, I've been trying to get, I've been trying to get a hold of Vince Russo to be on our show. If you can hook me up with him, I'll do an entire show with him as well. Uh, because there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of stuff that people have said about him over the years that I yeah. don't appreciate. And uh, for instance, yeah. I don't like Jim Cornette. Uh, I don't like a lot of the stuff that people have accused Vince Russo over the years about, and I'd like to get him on the show sure. to talk to him about that. And it'll be nothing but full respect for him. If you could hook me up with him, uh, I would be forever in your debt, even though you don't take I will. Uh, I will reach out to Vince tomorrow, my friend. I appreciate it. Awesome. I appreciate well, you I'll having you me what, on the show. It? It's, been, it's been fun. It's been fun. I All right, it. and we will have you back on in uh, three months, and we'll do a whole show with you, and we'll get, uh, we'll get the ball rolling again. We do appreciate you being on, and thank Beautiful. you. Beautiful. Thank you. Take care, you guys. Good night. Awesome. Thanks for being Angela on. Angela Despino, ladies and gentlemen, what a great interview. Now, I, you know, I cannot wait uh, to have him back on, um, but we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're doing rapid fire here. Uh, our next guest is on, so ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is the star that we have seeked for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Talissa, star seeker. 
Hello, um, this is Talise Starseeker, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, and uh, I always have, you know, I have a, uh, always have issues uh, pronouncing names correctly. I realize I've been pronouncing uh, Angela's last name wrong the entire show. Uh, could you give me the correct pronunciation of your first name again? It's Talise. Talise. Okay, I didn't mean to mm-hmm. just call say Talisa, but uh, we have okay. Talise Starseeker as our guest here, uh, and we have uh, 28 minutes here with Talise on Ken's FM in Fargo, North Dakota. So here's what we're going to do, uh, Talise. If you want to give us a quick little background about yourself, and then we'll have some fun with the interview. Okay. Um, well, I am training to be a professional wrestler. I started training in February of 2020, right before the pandemic. Um, I was actually out of training for six months because I fractured my knee. Uh, um, Had my first match back in June um, and have had, let's see, three singles matches since then and a tag match, a mixed tag match. I don't really know what else there is to say right now <laughs> about my background. Um, I am a mother. I have an eight-year-old son um, and a degree in psychology. I don't really know what else to talk about. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. So far, this whole show has uh, been about psychology. We just had a psychic <laughs> medium. Now we have uh, uh, oh. Talise Starseeker as our guest here. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, you mentioned that uh, – you, you know, you started training, and you're training to be a wrestler. Now, you've obviously mm-hmm. been a fan all your life, I would guess, correct? Correct. Off and on. All, all my life, yeah. Now, are, are you are, are you currently at a uh, at a wrestling school, or uh, is did you find a wrestler to train you? Uh, kind of take us through on uh, how how you decided to get started in the business. Well, it's always been something that I've thought about doing. Um, you know, because I did grow up watching wrestling and wondering, I wonder if I could do this. I'd really like to give it a shot. And I just never did. I never had the right sort of motivation, the right support system. So in 2019, um, I made a friend who was an independent wrestler and talked with him about possibly wanting to do it. But at this point, you know, I'm 39 Um, I'll be 40 in October, so age was something of a factor. And I remember saying to him, do you think I'm too old to start training to be a wrestler? And he said, absolutely not. Like, give it a shot, and if you do it, then great. Um, If not, there are other things within the business that you could possibly do. So I started thinking more and more about it. And then in November, I went to – I was living in North Carolina at the time, and I went to – an AEW taping in Charlotte. And I actually, after the show, got to meet Cody. And it was that moment after I met him, just the energy of the crowd was so electric. And meet Cody is one of my all-time favorites. Um, so getting to meet him and talk with him for a few minutes really kind of put the motivation to finally do it into place. And I remember talking with my friend and asking him, how do I go about doing this? And he said, well, you know, it's funny you say that because 
a friend of mine who is has been in the business for 11 years at this point is about to open a training school in February. But it was in Winfield, <clears throat> West Virginia, which at the time was four hours away from where I lived. So I signed up anyway, and every Sunday that's when we train at the House of Rage um, with Rocky Rage, who, like I said, has been in the business for 11 years. Um, every Sunday I would drive from North Carolina to Winfield to train for six hours and then drive home. And I did that for months before I finally moved back to West Virginia. Uh, Jaleesa Starseeker is our guest here. We've got 24 minutes here live on 89.1 Kansas FM. Now, uh, I'm going to put this out there. If you ever decide that you need a manager, just call me. Uh, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll make sure you win some titles. But, uh, Thank now, you. Now, you know, and – People are going to think that I'm, I'm just saying this and just, you know, just, you know, just trying to uh, kiss butt with our guests. But, you know, you mentioned you're almost sporty. I, you know, um, you don't look it, and I'm not just saying that because because you're you. You don't you don't even. I, 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 I'm serious. I thought you were like uh, in your early 20s, to be honest with you. You, you don't look mm-hmm. 40, uh, which is probably a good thing. Uh, you yeah. know, when you. You know, it's better to act your age than look your age, I guess. Uh, that's what people keep telling me. But uh, to least Star Seekers, I guess, here we've got about uh, 23 minutes. So now, uh, I know you're just getting started in business, but when you uh, wrestle, do you consider yourself, uh, do you want to be a heel, a baby face, an, an in-betweeny, or are you going to be more like a, a crowd individual? Well, when when we first start training, they kind of have us do practice matches, and we pretty much start out most everybody as a face um, just to kind of get the practice of selling and, you know, working the crowd and all of that stuff. So that's every promotion that I've wrestled for thus far. I've been a face. Um, I've been able to be a heel twice in practice matches. I really like it. Um, It's definitely not something I'm used to, being mean and nasty all the time, but it is something that I'd kind of like to tap into and, and work on a little bit more um, because being a face is super awkward for me um, because you kind of have to, I don't want to sound awful when I say this, you kind of have to be corny, I think. Like I feel super corny when I'm selling and, you know, things like that. So it's getting a little easier for me the more practice matches and stuff that I have, but in the beginning – I was not a fan of being face at all. Um, I just thought it was really awkward, but I'm starting to kind of get more into the flow of it. But I'd really like to try being a heel, just to see if I could do it, because <laughs> it looks fun. Well, I'll tell you what, that that's kind of interesting. Uh, Granny, we have uh, Talisa Starseeker as, uh, as our guest here, and uh, she has some heel tendencies. Uh, we're going we're gonna to throw it over to you so you can ask your question, but uh, before we do that... Uh, mm-hmm. We have uh, uh, we'll be filing, uh, we'll be taking care of some uh, legal business uh, um, in your uh, question. So, uh, Granny, I'll let you know when that's about to fire. But what do you have for our guest? We have Talise Starseeker, and she wants to be a heel. Well, you know, Granny does not like the heels. I can talk some pretty good smack to them when I have to. I'm not afraid to stand up. For what I believe in, I I love being a wrestling fan. I love making it fun for the other fans. Um, I've even had wrestlers threaten to throw me in the ring a few times, and I'm not even a wrestler. 
That's awesome. <laughs> they tell me to sit down and shut up before I break a hip, or they'll say, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? And I had one wrestler one night, he asked me that question, and I grabbed my keys out of my purse, and I hit him in his nose by accident. I said, baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building, you know. <laughs> See, she hit him in the nose. That's why she doesn't. uh, See, she hit him in the nose. That's why they don't let her have her cane at ringside anymore. Well, (laughs) hey, I have my cane at ringside when I need it. So you know, Tommy Dreamer used my cane one time on a wrestler at the last traditional championship wrestling show they did in Fort Smith, Arkansas, back in 2013. He took it right out of my hand. I hadn't had my first knee replacement yet, and they did TV tapings for TCW and. He took it right out of my hand, and you do not stop Tommy Dreamer for doing, from doing anything like that. No. <laughs> I mean, Tommy well, Dreamer grabs now, something from you, you let him have it. <laughs> right. Now you have a conversation so, piece. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. I, I very much do. Um, but I guess one of my questions to you is if you could have any kind of dream match, who – would you want your opponent to be, and what kind of match would you want to have? Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Um, I have so many dream matches. Well, I'll tell you what. If, <laughs> um, uh, if you want to take a little time to think about that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, we got to take care of a little legal uh, business here, and then we'll be back, and then you can uh, answer your question. Okay. All right. Listen, we all still know how difficult life can be in these uncertain and challenging times. That vaccine is, well, actually here now. But we're still wearing a face mask, still wearing a face shield, still wearing a hazmat suit. Or maybe you're just living underwater off the coast of Bermuda in an abandoned sea lab in 2021. Well, for those of us who got vaccinated or not, and valiantly strut around town, please consider some fashionable Ken's FM garments to complement your PPE of choice or your bravely exposed bare face as you navigate this improved yet still socially distanced world and show off your love for your favorite radio station. New Ken's FM t-shirts, sweatshirts, and hoodies, and even stuff for your modern rock-loving baby or toddler. Just head over to kensfm.com and click on the new shop button at the top of the page. Get yours by pledging today to ensure we stay powered on over the Fargo-Moorhead airwaves. Remember, we're all in this together. Yeah, the pandemic. So pick up a cool shirt today with all proceeds supporting 89.1 Ken's FM. And finally, coming soon, more new Ken's FM designs and merch. Just look for that shop button on kensfm.com. Okay, we are back. We are live here on Ken's FM 89.1. Ken's FM, live in Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, we'll go back to, uh, to Lisa Star as, as our guest here. Uh, uh, so go ahead. Uh, you can answer Granny's question. Go ahead. And okay. these local um, and area businesses. One second. Need a website for your business? Or storage for all those files cluttering up your computer? Well, WWINK Web Hosting has the answer. Inspect the website right here at 89.1 KENS FM. It's hosted by WINK. Plus, we offer web hosting. 
data storage, and more. You can get more information at www.webhosting.me for more details. That's www.ebhosting.me. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZFM, Holly, Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo-Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. Okay, sorry about that. Go ahead. Uh, there was a little delay there. Go ahead. So, uh, Granny asked you about your dream match. Go ahead. Uh, mm-hmm. Elise, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I am going to have to say... It would be A.J. Lee, and I want to have an Iron Woman match with her. Oh, wow. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Now, would you want a, uh, would you want a certain time limit on that match, like, uh, like do like a 30-minute match, a 60-minute match, or uh, like falls count anywhere, or last man, well, in this case, last woman standing? Mm-hmm. Uh, what else would you want to add to that match if you could? Um, I think I would probably. Well, I, in an in an ideal world, I'd go sixty. But realistically speaking, um, probably thirty. Um, and I think it would just be whoever gets the most pinfalls wins. Standard stuff. Well, Star Seekers, our guest here. We got about uh, 50 minutes here live on 89.1 Ken's FM in Sparga, North Dakota. Now, uh, we usually have a third wheel with us. Uh, Talise, his name is uh, Big Swing, and uh, he is a big fan right. of a individual that you actually had, took a picture with. And uh, oh, his um, his his favorite wrestler of all time is Edge. <gasps> really. Oh, I did take a picture uh, with Edge. Can you tell us about your experience with Edge? Because I know he's listening, but and I know he's going to get jealous. Tell us about your experience with Edge real quick. Okay, so I love Edge. Um, <laughs> he's one of my all-time favorites. And I went. he came to the Lexington Comic and Toy Convention um, a couple years ago, and I went there with my sister and – got to, you know, we stood in line and got to meet him. Um, he and Christian did a Q&A also that we attended. But getting to meet, I cried when I saw him. Um, it was one of those moments. So getting to meet him was absolutely incredible because at this point he wasn't back. So I was still under the impression that he would never wrestle again and this was maybe going to be my only chance to ever see him and interact with him, but we talked the whole time about um, Bigfoot because he is a very big fan of Bigfoot and being from West Virginia, there are a lot of sightings. There's even a Bigfoot museum here. Um, So we did talk a lot about that and their um, show that they used to have on the network, he actually says a quote and that's what I had him sign my picture. Um, he actually mentioned West Virginia, and anytime someone, anytime someone from West Virginia hears someone else mention West Virginia, they like pop. Um, it's a huge, it's a huge deal when West Virginia is mentioned. So to have Edge talk about West Virginia was huge for me. So that's what I actually had him sign um, my picture, and we got a pic. It was really really cool. He was so nice. 
um, and the Q&A, he and Christian are hilarious, um, so down to earth, and like they tell you not to meet your heroes. If Edge is one of your heroes, meet him because it's totally worth it. He's so nice. Now, with them on stage, they do the, That's the awesome. benefits of those with flash photography. Take your pictures now. Do they do that? They did because you can pay um, a separate photograph fee to have, um, like, staged photographs with them. And I actually met somebody at the convention that did that with him and Christian. So, yeah, they did, they did do that. Uh, so we start figures, I guess, here. We've got 12 minutes here on Cans FM 89.1, live in Fargo, North Dakota. Now, we, we kind of touched on a little bit about it uh, at the beginning here. And we're, like I say, we're not going to go much into it because, uh, you know, it's kind of depressing. But, you know, you mentioned a little bit about uh, COVID. Uh, you started training when COVID hit. What, uh, how is it, is it still affecting what you're doing now or – um, have you guys kind of turned the corner on it? Kind of take us a little bit through that on that. Uh, well, honestly, in the beginning, obviously, it affected everything. And one of the promotions here in West Virginia, ASW, um, All-Star Wrestling, they actually started doing drive-in wrestling shows where everyone just kind of stayed in their car and um, were socially distanced um, throughout the, the area where the ring was. So I thought that was really, really neat. And we also did, like, no fan um, tapings and things like that for shows. But even now, there was a show that was scheduled for um, this past Saturday that ended up having to be canceled because the county that the show was going to be in had so many cases that for health reasons and, you know, safety of everybody, they had to just cancel the show. Um, And there have been a few others that have um, had to be canceled because of the rise in COVID cases. And uh, once again, I'll mention that uh, our fans, if you go to our Facebook page, Off the Ropes, you go to Ken's FM, you like both pages, uh, we'll get the signal, and you'll automatically be entered in uh, our drawing in the our December show. Uh, you can win an autograph from a past guest, a maybe a current guest from this week, uh, or a, a future guest. Um, or if you'd like to pick and choose, you got to say something nice about uh, Cans FM and something nice about the icon. We'll take care of that for you. Now, uh, Talise, would you be willing to uh, send us a few autographs for some giveaways for that show? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. So, Talise Starseekers, our guest here, we've got uh, 10 minutes left. Now, if you uh, if you know and you can let us know, your upcoming schedule. What do you What do you got planned for the next um, couple weeks, couple months? Uh, what's your schedule like uh, in the in the realm of the wrestling business? Well, you caught me at an off time. <laughs> um, other than training, I was booked on a show that ended up having to be canceled um, due to the someone in the promotion having very very serious health issues. Um, so I'm actually not booked to be on any shows that are upcoming. So I've got nothing for you yet. <laughs> but you you got to admit, though, being on uh, with the Icon and Granny Hulkster has been the highlight of your career so far. It has been, yeah. This has been there great, honestly. Uh, that, that was an ego question. Uh, I'll check that <laughs> one off. 
so, and uh, real quick here so we can do this, if our fans want to check you out or if there's a promoter listening, because we do have a few, and they wanted to book you, how do they find you? you got a Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, GoFundMe. What do you got? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm on Facebook, um, and it's under, I mean, you can search Talise and you'll find me. Um, I don't have a Talise Starseeker page. It's just my actual last name. Um, I am on Instagram and Twitter um, under Talise Starseeker. I have a YouTube channel, and I actually have a wrestling podcast that I've been doing with a very close friend of mine um, for over a year. It's called Pinups and Pinfalls, so there's that plug. Um, when does that air? That's pretty much it. When uh, is your podcast it's so It's so random because my friend works in retail, and right now what we're doing is an independent wrestler spotlight series and trying to coordinate retail and wrestlers' schedules is very, very difficult. So we actually don't have a set day that we record and upload things. We actually recorded an interview yesterday um, that should be up within the next couple of days. But, yeah. Well, you know, I'll, I'll put this out for you, and I'll understand if you want to turn me down because most people do, but – if uh, you would uh, like uh, either me or Granny to be a guest on your podcast, we'd love to uh, come on your show and uh, bring our fans to your fans and uh, get you a uh, you know a bigger plug. We'd like to do that for you. That would be awesome, actually. <laughs> I'm all about uh, it. Cause, yeah, you know, because Granny, you know, she uh, we actually found Granny because she called into our show because we had one of her friends on and. Uh, uh, we decided to uh, we we love Granny, so we decided to keep her. And uh, uh, my other co-host, Big Swing, he decided that uh, he was going to go buy a bar. And uh, unfortunately, uh, since we've uh, hit live on Ken's FM here, eighty-nine point one, we have six minutes left uh, with uh, Talise. Uh, he's been um, concentrating on that. So I guess mm-hmm. really, the one that's been um, loyal all this time is both me and granny and not take anything away. You know, when you're a business owner, you know, you got to tend to business as they say, but, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll make appearance on the show at some point live instead of, uh, when I'm in a car driving, uh, that's a story for another time. Uh, to least star seekers, our guest here, we have about six minutes. So now how uh, often, uh, your, your training regimen, kind of take us through a little bit about uh, the training that you are doing right now. Do you get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, uh, drink down a couple of raw eggs, go hit the gym, <laughs> run 10 miles? What do, you, what do you usually do? What's your uh, procedure? That's pretty close. No raw eggs. Uh, there's a lot of protein. Uh, there's a lot of protein shakes. But um, I do try to go to the gym um, at least four times a week. Time varies, like I said, with my work schedule and um, taking my son to school and things like that. But um, four times a week in the gym, and then on Sundays from 1 to 7, I go and train. We set the (coughs) ring up. We do all of our training stuff, and then we tear the ring down and do it all the next week. And if there's a show, we have to get there very, very early to set everything up and Sometimes we run practice stuff in the ring there, um, but that's pretty much it. And then throughout the week, whenever I can, study matches and um, things like that. Pretty much it. 
So, you know, uh, I'm just kind of curious, you know, and I'll understand if you don't want to answer the question, but, you know, you mentioned, you know, you, you know, you, you have your son there and uh, what does he think of his mom being a wrestler? And has he talked to you about wanting to be in a business in the future? He absolutely cannot wait to train. Um, he wishes he could train right now, but him being eight, um, <laughs> I've kind of put a, a hold on that for, for a few years, but he thinks it is the coolest thing. Uh, actually, the first match I was ever in was a, like, rumble style, um, no fans, quarantine show. And it was actually, we were able to watch it on um, Facebook. So it was kind of like watching it on TV. And when he saw me make my entrance, he screamed and started crying and said, my mom's on TV. And it was just the coolest moment that I've had so far. Um, so that was and he he finally got to see me wrestle um, in the mixed tag match that I was in. So that was a really big deal because his other favorite wrestler was my tag partner. So it was a pretty big deal for him. Now, do you think maybe you can hook us up with your tag partner that might want to be on the show with us? <laughs> I'm sure if I asked him, he would. <laughs> All right. Well, you you know how to get in touch with me. Uh because uh, mm-hmm. you know I've been uh, I've been pestering you uh, last week and a half about when your appearance is. I do apologize for that, but it's all auto messaged. Uh, I'm gonna have to change that a little bit. But you know, oh, it's like okay. you know, I think it's kind of cool though that you know your son wants to you know, but you know maybe you can uh, uh, get him going kind of like how uh, you know Bret Hart got his start. You know, he started. Uh, uh, you know, in his dad's promotion, selling programs and uh, working. Uh, doing ring crew and stuff. So, uh, you know, this is not advice because why would anybody listen to me? But, uh, you know, maybe you could, uh, as he gets older, you can get him started with that, uh, you know. So, you know, he starts, you know, here selling programs, go, works up to work in the ring, then trains, and then uh, becomes a wrestler, then signs with AEW and uh, makes That's a million awesome. dollars a year, and then you have your retirement uh, plan right there. This is the greatest plan. Um, and he actually, what the, for ASW, if I'm not booked, I work concession. Um, and he actually comes with me to some of the shows and will help work concession. And he helps, quote, unquote, um, with the ring sometimes, helping to carry boards and things like that. So, yeah, he's already so into that part of it. And he'll get in the ring and he'll have matches with people and everyone is just so kind to him and they'll let him just kick the crap out of them and it's awesome. It's so much fun. So now will you uh will you set him up with a trainer or will you train him yourself? Oh he'd train where I train with Rocky for sure. Awesome. Now uh and I know um uh, I I know about uh, you know uh, you know trainers and whatnot, but uh, you know we we'd like to get Rocky on the show too. You know I think that'd be cool, but uh, that mm-hmm. probably might not be able to be possible, right? I don't know. It might be. He'd have some stories for you. I can tell you that. <laughs> so we can ask him how uh, how you beat him up uh, your your second <laughs> week in training. Oh. <laughs> You could. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Talise Starseekers, our guest here. We got about uh, 60 seconds left uh, with uh, Talise. 
Now, I tell you what, I do I do appreciate uh, you being on the show with us. You have been awesome, and it's been great. And, uh, you know, we would like to have you on again if you can hook us up with all uh, uh, with your tag team partner and Rocky. That would be great. Uh, and uh, we wish you uh, luck in the future. We'd like to have you back on again. And uh, I just can't thank you enough for taking time out of your schedule to join us. And uh, we do want to uh, have you back on again at some point. Okay, well, I'd love that, and thank you so much for reaching out and having me on. I really appreciate it. And one last thing, it's kind of an ego question. The icon made you a cool little collector's card. What was your thought on that? What is it? Well, I made that I little collector's card. card for you. Oh, yeah. that I really liked that, yeah. I thought that was cute. And you're free to use that in any capacity you want, so put it up on your Facebook, Twitter, uh, Twitch, GoFundMe, whatever you got. And uh, just let everybody know that uh, your egotistical buddy in Fargo, North Dakota, made that for you. <laughs> I sure will. All right. Thanks, Elise. Have a good night. We appreciate you joining us. Thank thanks you. Thanks for being on. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night, you guys. All right. Talise Starseeker, ladies and gentlemen, what a great, great interview that was. And uh, uh, as you can see here on uh, Ken's FM 89.1 live in Fargo, North Dakota, we're reaching new heights, and uh, we haven't hit the ceiling yet, and uh, sky is the limit, and we're going to keep going on with this. Uh, I do believe our next guest is on with us, so I'm going to bring her on, and we're going to have some fun with our next guest. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, she is about to announce herself. She is a ring announcer like no other. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Nadia Hunter. Hello. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? Good. Uh, Usually at that point is when you uh, read the liner I sent you, but if you want to go ahead and do that now, then we'll go with the interviews. Oh, yeah. We can totally do that. My bad. Okay. Hold on. We're going to start over. We're going to start this over. All right, I'll give you a countdown. Hey, this is Nadia Hunter. Go ahead. Did I do it right? Go ahead. Hey, this is Nadia Hunter, and you're listening to Attitude Era live on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, and granny holster. How was that? Awesome. Is that good? That's perfect. Uh, Nadia awesome. Hunter's our guest here. We have, we have about uh, 38 minutes here with Nadia, so we're going to have some fun here. Uh, and uh, with me, Nadia, is uh, Granny Hawkster. Unfortunately, the big swing is uh, missing in action again. Uh, when you, I guess when you buy a bar and uh, you have to run Monday Night Football, I guess some things take precedence, but uh, it is what it is. So if you want to quick give us a little background about yourself, then we'll uh, have some fun with the interview. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so I am a ring announcer based out of Raleigh, uh, North Carolina, um, I did start off doing um, pro wrestling and actually training and having matches, and I got a concussion. And then during that concussion, that's when I actually started ring announcing and stuff. So currently right now I ring it out for AML, um, OVW. I do work with uh, No Peace Underground and a lot more companies on East Coast. Now, uh, now you mentioned that uh, you're doing ring announcing, uh, which is obviously not as uh, 
as physically demanding as as being in the ring and the wrestler, but do you plan on going back into wrestling uh, when you heal up? Um, I definitely think at some point I will. I think that when I came into wrestling, um, I wasn't really, like, focused on how much of a physical demand that it was. And so that definitely, um, it just kind of, like, put me in a bad predicament. It was kind of like wrong place, wrong time situation. But, like, I definitely have the wrestling bug in me. I'll probably go back to training soon. And uh, have they uh, told you uh, how long it will be before you can step back in the ring? See, um, I'm actually ready to step back into the ring now. When I got the concussion, I was out for three months. But when I started ringing out, it picked up so quickly that I actually ended up being booked four out of the seven days a week. And then on the other days, I'm in school, so I never really have time to actually go to train. And, uh, you know, being uh, being a ring announcer, uh, now did you uh, – I mean, I'm sure there's uh, not much uh, training on it. I can prove that because I, I, I do ring announcing, as you just heard. But uh, if, you ever, if you ever need a backup, let me know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> did they uh, – what, what kind of uh, training did they give you, if any, uh, to be a ring announcer for them? Um, there wasn't, like, really any training. Um, so before I was ring announcing at my school, I do, uh, sports announcing anyways, I was doing baseball, basketball. Um, so I had prior training to ring announcing. So when I started, I didn't really need that much work, but the work came into finding my own voice. And that just came from studying other announcers, different inflections on your voice, just stuff like that. And uh, with uh, with that being said, uh, do you uh, did you uh, did you take over for a ring announcer, or did they not have one? They just said, "Well, hey, as long as you're uh, as long as you have a concussion, we we don't want to lose you. Would you want to do this?" Kind of take us through on how that came about. Uh, it was really weird um, because it was definitely during a time where uh, COVID first kind of, like, picked up. Um, so it was, like, a lot of announcers and stuff. Like, everybody just kind of, like, took a seat back because, like, nobody wanted to get sick at the time. It was just that I was just a person who was just, like, I'm going to take this opportunity for the people who were still running their companies. So by the time when COVID just kind of, like, calmed down and everything, all the companies, like, that, you know, stepped back, came back, and then they wanted to work with me because I built my name during that time. And uh, with with uh, with that being said, uh, now, being a, being a ring announcer, have you uh, got <laughs> to, uh, have you had the opportunity to uh, uh, ring announce for, uh, um, like, one of your former opponents that you really want to get back in the ring that you, as they come to the ring, you kind of like, Man, I really don't want to introduce this person, but uh, I'm going to give them the evil, evil eye as they step through the ropes. Any anything like that going? <laughs> yeah, um, actually, when I had my very first match, um, it was a tag team match. It was uh, me and Kay Omari versus Lexi Phil and uh, Chris Phoenix. And um, me and Kay, we actually ended up winning our match. And uh, that next week, uh, Kay wasn't um, at the show. So it was just me and Chris Phoenix had a match <laughs> that week, so I had to introduce him and Lexi uh, coming to the ring. And I was just like, you're lucky, you know, Kay's not here. 
because we would have a part two of our match just to beat them again. Naughty Hunter's our guest here. Uh, we have, um, well, we have, we have, well, we have quite a few uh, minutes left. We got 32 minutes here on 89.1 Kent FM live in Fargo, North Dakota. So now, when you wrestle, uh, do you consider yourself to be a, a baby face, a heel, an in betweeny, or are you more of a crowd individual? Oh, I am a baby face, baby face. Well, this, I, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I'll tell you what, Granny. She's not a heel. She is a baby face. We have uh, Naughty well, Hunter. What do you got for a guest? Go ahead, the, Granny. Well, she's definitely got good taste being a baby face because Granny doesn't like the heels. So I would be in your corner for every match that I ever would get to see you wrestle at. So you would definitely have me in your corner. So, um what has been one of your most challenging matches you've ever had, and who was it against? Um, my most challenging match was, um, I, I, it was just probably like my first singles match, um, because it was kind of put on me uh, last minute because um, the girl she drove it was against um, Abby Beckett she drove three or four hours from Tennessee, and her opponent didn't show up. And uh, oh. my trainer was like, oh, Nadia, it's time to, it's, it's your time. And I was like, it's my time. What? Huh? Right now? He was just like, yeah, <clears throat> right now. And so, like, I I went out there. Like, I already had, like, a, you know, my first tag, you know, my first tag team, like, match was my first match. This was, like, my first singles match. And there's so much difference in – how that goes, just like the, the, the psychology behind it is, is so much different. So it was it was very difficult. Interesting. Uh, Nadia Hunter's our guest here. We have, well, we have 30 minutes here with Nadia. So now tell us, uh, tell us about, uh, you know, your concussion. Um, did you did you realize what it was when it happened? Kind of take us through who you were wrestling at the time when the uh, injury took place, and uh, uh, if you if you knew what it was right away, uh, or uh, it took a couple days to get some symptoms. Kind of take us through that. Um, so I can't remember exactly. Um, who it was. Um, it was someone that I was training with at the time. I can't remember exactly because, like I said, I got, I got concussed. Um, it was really the reason why I really got sat out. It wasn't due to one incident. It was like uh, three incidents from um, different training. Um, and wrestling, like the most important thing about wrestling is just like listening in general and like I said, the physicality of it is it, it very difficult for me to understand the psychology, the, the ring awareness. It was a bad place, bad time situation. So I had one situation where a trainee landed on my neck, and um, it was another situation where I got kneed in the head really, really bad. Um, the I think the knee – I think both of those incidents actually, like, took me out for a second. And um, my trainer was like, Nadia, listen, we can't keep having you get these concussions. Like, I would sit out for two weeks, and then he'll bring me back in, and then I get concussed again. And he was just like, listen, if you take another one of those, you're not going to be able to wrestle, period. So I'm going to have to sit you out for three, four months. 
So now when uh, you, you got the concussion, you know, and uh, protocol now for concussions is, is, you know, is a lot, uh, you know, I don't want to go too deep in the weeds with this, but, uh, you know, we can talk about it a little bit. Uh, you know, concussions protocol has uh, gotten more serious over the last couple of years. But uh, now when you, when you found out that you, you, you got the concussion, what were some of your symptoms that you were suffering from? So, like, uh, people listening that, you know, are, are into sports and they might have one and not know, what were some of the symptoms that you had? Um, I definitely had, like, a huge migraine. Um, it went on for a very long time. Um, I was very sensitive to light. Um, I, it was a little bit of memory loss for um, maybe – uh, a month and a half, um, I didn't even realize, like, I had a memory loss. Like, I knew when they first asked me, like, hey, Nadia, do you know your your name? It did take me a second. I didn't realize that I actually had memory loss until I went back to school the next day, and there were people who knew me, and I didn't know them. And I was like, oh, this is, you know, really scary because they look kind of familiar, but I just could not get their name or why I knew them. So that was some of the symptoms that I had. So then, uh, when when this uh, when this took place and started happening, did you did you go to the doctor right away and they they told you that you had that, or did you have to go through some tests? Um. So at the time, the way that um, my insurance is set up is through the school. So it's only that it's only like so much they can do with like a school insurance before I actually have to go to the hospital and the bill probably would have been like $5,000. So I just chilled out on like all physical activity for like three to four months. And then when I started training again, I just limited what I did that was very risky. So that was my take on it. I I encourage anybody to, to, to go straight to the doctor, but the situation that I was in at the time, I wasn't able to. Uh, Nadia Hunter's our guest here. We got uh, 26 minutes here with Nadia. So now, I guess my next question is: Now you said you you mentioned that you're ready to get back in the ring. Now, have they told you, or do you know when your next match is going to be? How long down the road it is? Who it might be against? Where it might be against? Can you kind of take us a little bit through that? Um, I couldn't tell you an exact day, a promotion, or a place, but I'm pretty sure my next match will be against Dream Girl Ellie. Um, she has been trying to get this match going for a very long time now, but because my schedule is so busy with bringing out things, I never have an opening for just wrestling in general, but I'm sure it's going to be one day, the opportunity is going to come up, and both of us are going to take advantage of it. So, now, uh, now, have you wrestled Dream Girl Ellie before? Um, I haven't. Um, she's held like a um, like a small women's session at uh, School of Morton, and so we did a little bit of training with her. But um, I haven't wrestled her. And uh, I uh, I'm kind of uh, looking her up right now, uh, and uh, now to make sure I have the right individual. Uh, it looks like she uh, she's kind of got like a I don't know like a Spider Man looking costume. Is is that her? I believe so. Yes. Now, um, wanting to uh, have a match with her, what kind of match do you want to have with uh, uh, said opponent? Oh, um, 
I just think, you know, a regular uh, singles match. Um, I would love to do a lot of uh, chaining and grappling. That's, like, my favorite thing to do. Um, yeah, just a regular singles match. I mean, we could have a tag team match. You have a tag team partner, uh, Blanco Loco, and I could definitely find a partner as well. I could bring K back and, you know, we have a tag team match. I'm, I'm for either one. Now you uh, you mentioned uh, you know you have a, you have a tag team partner um, and uh, you know I uh, I always like to ask uh, I always like to ask uh, our guests this would you be able to hook us up with your tag team partner or might they want to uh, come on the show with us Oh um I'm I'm not sure I mean I can message him and see if he's awake <laughs> I could definitely do that. Well, well, it, well, it wouldn't be tonight, but uh, you know, we'd book him in the future. Uh, you know, we'd, uh, you know, we we like to um, do that, um, and even uh, try and get, uh, you know, Dream Girl Ellie on. Um, I, it, she's obvious. I, I would guess she would be a heel, right? I would guess. Um, Ellie is. She she she's both. How however she feels that day. All right. Well, by looking at her, she's got. Well, I don't know she got this look in her eye that uh, you know. Uh, she's like she got that look in her eyes like icon. Don't contact me. Okay, got it. <laughs> uh, Nadia Hunter's our guest here. Uh, we're live on eighty-nine point one Kansas FM. We got twenty-three minutes here left with uh, Nadia. So now let's kind of. Uh, and we won't t- uh, touch too much on this because it is depressing, and we I always ask everybody about this. You know, um, we you know we've experienced COVID, and we were kind of turning the corner, and now we kind of went peek back around the corner. Now we're going to go back around it. Uh, kind of take us through a little bit how uh, COVID may have affected you. Did you uh, uh, did you uh, get the concussion, and then COVID hit, or did COVID hit, then you got the discussion? Uh, discussion concussion um, can I tell us a little bit about uh how COVID affected you uh or was uh, the concussion more of a hindrance um I w- from my if I'm recalling correctly I got the concussion first and then COVID hit and then um I sat out because I started ringing out things uh maybe like end of December 2019, end of December 2019, and that was around around the same time that I got the concussion. And um, I was out for three to four months, so around that time, it was like February, March-ish. That's, that's around the time where COVID really started to hit and we were, you know, shut down. So it kind of rolled in all into each other. Um, so it was kind of like a one after the other situation. Um, I don't think it was a hindrance at all. I just think it put me in a right predicament of me doing what I need to do. Um, I think, like I said, like I'm I'm growing. I'm growing my name. I'm growing my brand. Um, so when I do get in a good position and I want to come back and wrestle, like I will be able to do that. So now you, uh, you know, you mentioned like we just talked about that, you, you know, you, you know, you're ready to uh get back in the ring now. So before they let you back in the ring, do you have to get clearance? Uh, do you have, you know, I hate to use the term doctor's note, but uh, do you have to get cleared by, like, the local commi- sports commission or do you have to get cleared by the promoter? Do you have to have uh, the doctor say that she's ready to go? What uh, 
what is the process for you to get back in the ring? Um, really, the the process is just, um, you know, the the trainer, you know, asks you, hey, listen, are you feeling well? Are you sure that you want to do this? This is what we're going over today. He'll have you, uh, you know, do a couple of rolls, do a couple of bumps. Do you feel dizzy? Do you feel sick at any point in time? You know, um, just hydration, stuff like that. That's kind of like the, the process. It's kind of just really taking it slow, but getting you back into the, the mood of things. No, really, uh, doctors, no. You can provide one. It will help, and then you can just get right back in there. But, of course, uh, my trainer, he he wants to make sure that you feel comfortable with everything that you're going over. Uh, 90 Hunter is our guest here. We're live on 89.1 Ken's FM. We've got 20 minutes here left with uh, Naughty Hunter. Now, was it uh, – would you say was was it would you say it was difficult uh to uh, uh to trans um you know to uh, go from wrestling to being a ring announcer because as a ring announcer you know, you're watching uh your your you know your co-wrestlers wrestle and you like want to get in there what was the transition like was it difficult or uh was it fairly easy um I do think it was a little difficult uh, mentally because I saw, like, all my peers, people that I started off in my class with, you know, getting all these opportunities. And I was like, you know, that like that's supposed to be me. Like, if I would continue or if I would have done this right, you know, I wouldn't be sitting out the way that I am. Um, but, like I said, I think everything worked in the best way that it could possibly be because I think a lot of, a lot of promoters are interested in storylines. And they could use me in the storyline because I'm trained on both. I'm trained as a ring announcer and I'm trained as a wrestler. So anytime, oh, this person didn't show up, okay, we can run this storyline where, you know, oh, you know, the uh, wrestler gets into it with the ring announcer. Then, boom, like you have a story right there. So I could just be utilized in different ways. You know, I was, I, you know, I was going to kind of mention that as you were talking about that, uh, a, a storyline kind of popped in my head. It's like, okay, the person that uh, you were wrestling that gave you the concussion, you, you uh, are the ring announcer. You introduce them; they they come out second, and uh, as uh, they turn their back to you, you hit them in the back of the head with a microphone, and that's, uh, my dream. that's what. That's what starts the melee. Now, uh, you, you 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 did mention uh, who was who were you wrestling when you that gave you the concussion? Um, I'm not sure because I said it was like a it was it was it was trainees like mo- most of the people like I it was like a one time dealing with them situation like they don't train anymore like I I couldn't tell you. Well, I was going to say. Like I mean, if you, well, I was going to say if you want to place the blame on somebody, and then uh, <laughs> we can get them on, and then you can call in and say, "Hey, you remember me? I'm coming." <laughs> no, I, I couldn't even. I, I could like a face, but a name, like I, I couldn't tell you because it was uh, Naughty Hunters are guests here. Like we were all in. Uh, Nani Hunter is our guest here. we got uh, 17 minutes here left with uh, Nani on Ken's FM, 89.1, live in Fargo, North Dakota. My next question for you, and, you know, I ask all independent wrestlers this, uh, and I'm going to put it to you because no one ever answers it the same way, so I'm going to put it to you. Two-part <clears throat> question. 
Now, let's say that uh, you're at a show, and uh, whether it be at wrestling or ring announcing, it's like an official from AEW or the WWE or Ring of Honor. They they see where, they, they they see you in action, and they at the end of the show they say, "Hey, you know, we're having tryouts in such and such a time. We want you to come check out." Two part question: One, if uh, you get that opportunity, one is that something you'd want to do, and two, when you sign that multi million dollar contract, will you not big time? Will still be our friends, still talk to us. So, so the question is, would I take that opportunity at a at a TV shot? Right. Um. Yes, of course. I think I think um a lot of people that go to get to TV at some point. I'm in school right now, so I'm studying broadcasting. So, base, being on TV is a goal for me at some point. So, I would love an opportunity with any TV company, whether it's WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, um, NWA. MLW, like, I would love to work with any of these companies. Like, I don't know who wouldn't be, but I also I also am a believer in cross-training. You should learn how to work the indies, and you should also know how to do TV work as well. And uh, you'd, uh, you'd still uh, talk to us? You wouldn't uh, big-time us? Of course, of course. I'm, oh, no, I'm as, as humble as it can get. Of course. You know, I just, I just thought of another cool uh, wrestling storyline for you. Now, if this ever works for you, if a promoter's listening and they uh, they they uh, hire you, this would be a great storyline for you. You know, you know, you mentioned you're you're studying broadcasting right now. I actually got my degree uh, at Brown College in uh, in Grove Heights, Minnesota, uh, actually Mendota Heights, Minnesota. And uh, think about this. You have a, a segment kind of like a, like a Piper's Pit or uh, a King's Court or, um, uh, you know, Miss TV. You know, you have your booth set up, right? And uh, you call out one of the, the heels. You interview them. And that just as after the, after the interviews, bam, you say, hey. I want to match with you, and then you throw your mic at them, you throw your pages at them, and then you get things cooking. What do you think? I love it. Like the the dream storyline for me is that there's a um, a women's champion, and she says she's been through the entire roster. She's doing the over challenge. She's been through the entire roster. Who's going to take the challenge? I'm going to take the challenge. That's that's the whole that's the whole. Storyline right there. That's the that's the one that I actually want to do. So you I know, think both and, of ours uh, is, is pretty similar. You know, and you know, I kind of mentioned about um, you know about uh, the whole uh, contract uh, signing with AEW. We actually had a guest on uh, Kenzie Page. Uh, we were actually her oh, first interview Kenzie. when she was set. Yeah, she was. She was. Uh, she. Our, we were her first interview when she was 17, and I asked her the same thing that I did. I asked you, and uh, Big Swing happened to be watching AEW, and he saw Kenzie Page, and he called me up and said, "Hey, Icon, Kenzie Page is on TV right now." So I turned on, and there she was. And uh, I'm like, "Okay, I can put my question to the test." I called her up. She was only able to give me a few minutes, but she still uh, she still kept her promise, and she didn't big time me. And uh, we're still waiting to get her back on the show, but, you know, wrestling full-time for AEW, uh, even though that they have 
you know, they don't have the same rules as the WWE when it comes to interviews and stuff. Uh, we'll eventually get her back on. But when you um, when you're uh, when you're training, you know, every uh, independent wrestler, and well, I should say not every independent wrestler, but every wrestler has a uh, a finishing maneuver. Uh, kind of tell us what yours is, what it's called, what's involved, and how devastating is it. Um, so I kind of have two. They just kind of go in together. I say like a, the signature is kind of like a um, butt bump into the corner. It's very high on to the chest, very painful, um, and it's uh, followed by a DDT as my uh, finisher. Wow. And uh, did, did you uh, do you have a name for it, or uh, do you uh, want some suggestions? Because I can give you a few. Uh, the DET, uh, it actually stands for uh, Drop That Trick. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I was kind of hoping <laughs> I could uh, give you a couple name ideas. So uh, when, when, when you uh, when you sign your contract with AEW, I can say, hey, uh, you know, uh, remember I named that move for you. <laughs> uh, Nadia Hunter's our guest here. We have uh, we have a few minutes here left with uh, Nadia. Uh well, uh, bring Granny back. Uh, I'm sure you got some more questions, Granny. Go ahead. I mean, usually we have a uh, big swing here, but since he's not here, uh, you have any more questions or Granny? Go ahead. Well, I've just been enjoying this interview. I mean, it's been an awesome interview, and she's been an awesome guest, as all of our guests have been tonight. And I just um, – I may have to try to work on getting her to Arkansas for some wrestling shows. <laughs> I would love to come out there. My goal is to hit all 50 states um, right now. So I think right now I'm at seven. I think I'm at a good seven. Have you been to North Dakota yet? I have not. Because we, we actually have two promotions here, and I'd like to get you hooked up with either one of those and let, you know. And, uh, you know, if you if you ever need a manager, uh, I will uh, I will volunteer uh, and I guarantee you, with me as your manager, you will never lose. <laughs> I, w- I would hope. I would hope so, because you know <clears throat> I feel like you know the, the 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 manager like that's that's like a tag team partner. But you know I you know I gotta keep it baby face, you know. But you know I well, you, hope, know, you know everything goes in my favor. Well, you know the the thing about me, and I don't know where it comes from, but. Uh, People um, like to put me as getting X Pac heat. Does that make sense? Have you heard that term before? Mm, yeah. And I don't know where that comes from. I mean, I, I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm just a great guy. You know, I mean, I know my finishing finishing maneuver is a heelish maneuver, but you know, sometimes baby faces do. Do certain things to get the you know the advantage, even though they don't like to admit it, they do. But uh, you know, uh, I, I guess when it when it comes down to it, uh, you know, I am I am a good guy. Uh, but I don't know why I keep getting Xbox heat. It doesn't make any sense to me. I you know maybe it's my ego's too big. You know, I can't even wear a hat because my ego's so big. Uh, we have uh, Naughty Hunters, our guest here. We got a, a few minutes left here. We got to wrap it up. But um, so, with all the uh, with all the good stuff that you're doing, 
If our fans want to check you out and find you, do you got a Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok? What do you got? Oh, yeah. So for all of my social media, it's just Nadia Hunter, Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok. Definitely follow me on TikTok. I post funny uh, content about being in wrestling and how crazy the wrestling world um, world is. Um, you can also check out my um, submission for the WWE TikTok and Alpha contest up there as well. So that's where I do my, most of my posting, TikTok and Instagram. And uh, real quick here, um, if our fans are listening, as you know, we are going to be having a big uh, December giveaway show. So if you go to our Facebook page, Off the Ropes, you go to Ken's FM, you got to like both pages. Uh, we'll get you automatically entered uh, for our giveaway contest, our last show of the year, which is December 27th. I got a big surprise at that show. You'll have to uh, be listening to get more details on that. But would you be willing to send us a few autographs for giveaways for that show? Oh, yes, definitely. I would love to. All right, and I will um, I will I'll resend you the address if I haven't sent it already, uh, but I'll resend it to you. So, um, well, we only have a, a few minutes here left. Uh, so, now, what advice would you give uh, someone, uh, well, well, whether it be going to the broadcasting field or in the wrestling field, what advice would you give an up-and-coming broadcaster slash wrestler? Um, I would the advice that I would give them. Um, I would say keep your how much you post on social media limited, and just being up there in general uh, limited. Make sure that you are having um, you are being smart with social media and um, just being media trained as well. Um, Social media can really um, put you in a good position, but it can also take you out at the same time. Um, I would also say don't be afraid to go outside of your comfort zone. Uh, you, you can't grow unless you're uncomfortable. That is the, the biggest thing. There's a lot of times I put myself in positions where I thought that if I didn't go this way, then my career would be over, but that's that's not the case. It always put me in a better predicament with a better opportunity. Uh Nadia Hunters, I guess here we have uh we have a few minutes here left. Uh so um you know with all that uh with all that uh that you're doing and you know uh hopefully you'll be able to get back in the ring soon, but uh do you would you plan on ever doing both, like ring announcing and wrestling for the same promotion or do you just want to concentrate on one or the other? Um I would say the end goal is both. The end goal is uh, definitely both. Um, a lot of promoter and promotions are not in favor of that. So right now it's kind of like I'm, I'm focusing on ringing out the interview and commentating, um, that sort of thing. If I can't find a, a promotion that is, you know, good with doing both, then um, I would definitely do that. It's just hard because a ringing out is supposed to play as a neutral part of the show. You know, if I if they want to put me in a position where I do something bad, every time I come out, I would I would get heat. I can't even get the the baby faces coming out for just their match, not dealing with me over. So it, it, it's difficult, but the goal is to be both. That's awesome. Uh, Nadia Hunter's our guest here. 
Uh, we're live on 89.1 Ken's FM, and uh, we got about uh, 10 minutes left of show time here. we got about uh, uh, two minutes left of uh, interview time here with uh, Nadia. You know, I'll tell you what, Nadia, we do appreciate uh, everything you do, and uh, we do wish you luck in, our, in your career. But what we do want you to do is when you are ready to step back in the ring, uh, we want you to keep me posted on when that is, and we'd like to get you back on so maybe we can get our fans in uh, the general regions uh, to come out and support you, you know, bring out the signs and uh, boo your opponent and throw their Coke at them and their hot dogs and stuff like that, their paper cups and all that stuff, you know, to give you that extra no advantage. No throwing things at the wrestler's icon. That's a no-no. <laughs> I'm not talking about throwing stuff at the wrestlers. I'm talking about stuff uh, throwing stuff in their pathway so they trip over it so they can't get into the ring. Well, you're not even supposed to do that. I mean, that's that's a no-no. You know, no throwing, no throwing things. You know, <laughs> the ring or whatever. You know, that's what they always say. That's how I every wrestling show I go to that. The whoever's announcing will always say that you know no throwing things at the you know no throwing oh, things yeah. and things like that so you know <laughs> well geez maybe that's why I keep getting kicked out of places I go to I okay maybe 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 all right well I'll tell you what we appreciate uh, you being on with us Nadia and uh, we'll definitely have to have you back on again. And uh, also let uh, some of your fellow wrestlers know uh, how cool we are, and we'd like to have them on with us as well. We'll definitely do. Thank you for having me up here. Thanks, Thanks, Nadia. Nadia. Have a good night. Thank you. All right, Nadia Hunter, ladies and gentlemen. That was awesome. So we have have about seven minutes left of uh, radio time. Unfortunately, I guess Big Swing will not be able to join us tonight, so we'll just kind of wrap up uh, the show here. We'll talk and discuss things uh, with the last uh, few minutes of the show here. So, uh, you know, Granny, uh, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you always talk about wrestling with a cause. Do you know um, when their next event is, and uh, are you going to be trying to attend that? Well, that's the 17th and 18th this weekend is the Ryder Cup Memorial Cup show. In Tahlequah, Oklahoma, uh, I believe they've got a 16-man bracket. So whoever you know wrestles—I mean, all the matches that take place the first night. Whoever wins those matches will go into night number two. You know, to get down to the final two wrestlers to see who's going to be the new uh, Ryder Cup winner. You know, and where that name came from, um, the Ryder Memorial Cup, that has to do with little boy Ryder that they did their first Wrestling for a Cause show back in 2011. Um, you know, Ryder lost his battle with cancer, and um, it used to be just a one-night event, but it just, the last, I guess this is the third year now that we've actually had to turn it into a two-night event because it's gotten so huge, you know, over the past several years. So, so now, do you uh, you always get a ringside seat at these events, right? They always give you a ringside oh, seat, yeah. correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I always, I'm always on front row. I mean, like I said, 
unfortunately, you know, my, my heart has been breaking very much lately because I have not been able to attend Wrestling for a Cause for quite some time due to my schedule and just everything going on. Um, the nights I schedule or so, I've got something else, you know, going on. So I'm hoping to get back. Uh, I know I would not be there Saturday night, but I'm hoping to be able to go over to Tahlequah Friday night um, for at least one night of the the tournament. So, uh, because uh, do you remember the guest that we had on a few weeks ago, Duke Cornell, Icon? Yes. Yep, Duke. Yep. He's he's actually going to be facing one of my very 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 good friends, Paul Puerto Rico, in that tournament Friday night. So I'm going to try my best to get over there Friday night to at least see one night of the show because apparently Mr. Cornell, uh, at the last event they had at Wrestling for a Cause, um, he got a little. Uh, I I I I I don't know exactly what all happened. I just know that after the match between Tim Rockwell and Justin Lee, you know, because the stipulation was that if Justin lost the match, he would have to leave WFC. But he won his match. But then several people, uh, Big Stevie and his Caballero Cartel, and the Order of Thorns, um, there were several people that came out and started beating up on Mr. Tim Rockwell and Justin Lee, and it was called Hostile Takeover, and I can understand where they came up with that title because now Big Stevie is trying to take over WFC. And this is what happens, I guess, when Granny misses a few WFC shows. All heck breaks loose, and I'm going to have to... uh, go put Mr. Stevie Caballero in his place, it sounds like. And sounds like I'm going to have to have some words with Mr. Duke Cornell, too. Well, always be nice to the guy because, you know, he was a guest, but, uh, you know. Well, uh, I, mean, that, mean, uh, I, will be, I will I will be nice, but I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to tell him what I think, <laughs> you know, so. Well, I'll tell you what, everybody, uh, we, have, uh, we only have a minute left here of, uh, of time here. So, everybody, uh, make sure you go to our Facebook page, Off the Ropes. You can check to see who's on next week. Uh, go like our page. Also, uh, go like Ken's FM page uh, for, uh, to keep uh, track of what we're doing. And uh, we'll be here um, for a long time to come, we hope. Uh, uh, we have 90 seconds left here, so uh, uh, until then, we all want to thank you all for joining us, and uh, you guys all have a great, great night.